Section 14 of the Douay Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 14. The Epistle of St. Paul the Apostle to the Romans. St. Paul wrote this epistle at Corinth when he was preparing to go to Jerusalem with the charitable contributions collected in Achaia and Macedonia for the relief of the Christians in Judea which was about twenty-four years after our Lord's ascension. It was written in Greek, but at the same time translated into Latin for the benefit of those who did not understand that language. And though it is not the first of his epistles in the order of time, yet it is first placed on account of sublimity of the matter contained in it, of the preeminence of the place to which it was sent, and in veneration of the church romans chapter one he commends the faith of the romans whom he longs to see the philosophy of the heathens being void of faith and humility betrayed them into shameful sins paul a servant of jesus christ called to be an apostle separated unto the gospel of god which he had promised before by his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his son who was made to him of the seed of david according to the flesh who was predestined the son of god in power according to the spirit of sanctification by the resurrection of our lord jesus christ from the dead footnote predestinated etc christ as man was predestinated to be the son of god and declared to be so as the apostle here signifies first by power that is by his working stupendous miracles secondly by the spirit of sanctification that is by his infinite sanctity thirdly by his resurrection or raising himself from the dead and a footnote by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith in all nations for his name among whom are you also the called of jesus christ to all that are at rome the beloved of god called to be saints grace to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ first i give thanks to my god through jesus christ for you all because your faith is spoken of in the whole world for god is my witness whom i serve in my spirit in the gospel of his son that without ceasing i make commemoration of you always in my prayers making request if by any means now at length i may have a prosperous journey by the will of god to come unto you for i long to see you that i may impart unto you some spiritual grace to strengthen you that is to say that i may be comforted together in you by that which is common to us both your faith and mine and i would not have you ignorant brethren that i have often purposed to come unto you and have been hindered hitherto that i might have some fruit among you also even as among other gentiles to the greeks and to the barbarians to the wise and to the unwise i am a debtor so as much as is in me i am ready to preach the gospel to you also that are at rome for i am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god unto salvation to every one that believeth 
to the Jew first and to the Greek. For the justice of God is revealed therein, from faith unto faith, as it is written, The just man liveth by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and injustice of those men that detain the truth of God in injustice. Because that which is known of God is manifest in them, for God hath manifested it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, his eternal power also and divinity, so that they are inexcusable. Because that, when they knew God, they have not glorified him as God or given thanks, but became vain in their thoughts, and their foolish heart was darkened. For, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into the likeness of the image of a corruptible man, and of birds, and of four-footed beasts, and of creeping things. Wherefore, God gave them up to the desires of their hearts, unto uncleanness, to dishonor their own bodies among themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed for ever. Amen. For this cause God delivered them up to shameful affections, for their women have changed the natural use into that use which is against nature. Footnote, God delivered them up, not by being author of their sins, but by withdrawing his grace, and so permitting them, in punishment of their pride, to fall into those shameful sins. End of footnote. And in like manner the men also, leaving their natural use of the women, have burned in their lusts one towards another, men with men, working that which is filthy and receiving in themselves the recompense which was due to their error and as they liked not to have god in their knowledge god delivered them up to a reprobate sense to do those things which are not convenient being filled with all iniquity fornication avarice wickedness full of envy murder contention deceit malignity whisperers detractors hateful to god contumelious proud haughty inventors of evil things disobedient to parents foolish dissolute without affection without fidelity without mercy who having known the justice of god did not understand that they who do such things are worthy of death and not only they that do them but they also that consent to them that do them Romans chapter 2 The Jews are censured, who make their boast of the law, and keep it not. He declares who are the true Jews. Wherefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. For thou dost the same things which thou judgest. For we know that the judgment of God is, according to truth, against them that do such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them who do such things, and dost the same, 
that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and patience and long-suffering? Knowest thou not that the benignity of God leadest thee to penance? But according to thy hardness and impenitent heart, thou treasurest up to thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the just judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his works. To them indeed who, according to patience in good work, seek glory and honor and incorruption, eternal life, but to them that are contentious and who obey not the truth but give credit to iniquity, wrath and indignation tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that worketh evil of the jew first and also of the greek but glory and honour peace to every one that worketh good to the jew first and also to the greek for there is no respect of persons with god for whosoever have sinned without the law shall perish without the law and whoever have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law for not the hearers of the law are just before god but the doers of the law shall be justified for when the gentiles who have not the law do by nature those things that are of the law these having not the law are a law to themselves who show the work of the law written in their hearts their conscience bearing witness to them and their thoughts between themselves accusing or also defending one another in the day when god shall judge the secrets of men by jesus christ according to my gospel but if thou art called a jew and restest in the law and makest thy boast of god and knowest his will and approvest the more profitable things being instructed by the law art confident that thou thyself art a guide of the blind a light of them that are in darkness an instructor of the foolish a teacher of infants having the form of knowledge and of truth in the law thou therefore that teachest another teachest not thyself thou that preachest that men should not steal stealest thou that sayest men should not commit adultery committest adultery thou that abhorrest idols committest sacrilege thou that makest thy boast of the law by transgression of the law dishonorest god for the name of god through you is blasphemed among the gentiles as it is written circumcision profiteth indeed if thou keep the law but if thou be a transgressor of the law thy circumcision is made uncircumcision if then the uncircumcised keep the justices of the law shall not this uncircumcision be counted for circumcision and shall not that which by nature is uncircumcision if it fulfil the law judge thee who by the letter and circumcision art a transgressor of the law for it is not he is a jew who is so outwardly nor is that circumcision which is outwardly in the flesh but he is a jew that is one inwardly and the circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit not in the letter whose praise is not of men but of god 
Romans chapter 3 The advantages of the Jews All men are sinners and none can be justified by the works of the law but only by the grace of Christ. What advantage then hath the Jew or what is the profit of circumcision? Much every way. First indeed because the words of God were committed to them. For what if some of them have not believed? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. But God is true, and every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mayest be justified in thy words, and mayest overcome when thou art judged. Footnote. God only is essentially true. All men in their own capacity are liable to lies and errors. Nevertheless, God, who is the truth, will make good his promise of keeping his church in all truth. See St. John chapter 16, verse 13. End of footnote. But if our injustice commend the justice of God, what shall we say? Is God unjust who excuseth wrath? I speak according to man. God forbid. Otherwise, how shall God judge this world? For if the truth of God hath more abounded through my lie unto his glory, why am I also yet judged as a sinner? And not rather, as we are slandered, and as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that there may come good, whose damnation is just. What then? Do we excel them? No, not so, for we have charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, There is not any man just. Footnote. There is not any man just. That is, by virtue either of the law of nature or of the law of Moses, but only by faith and grace. End of footnote. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. All have turned out of the way. They are become unprofitable together. There is none that doth good. There is not so much as one. Their throat is an open sepulchre. With their tongues they have dealt deceitfully. The venom of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet swift to shed blood, destruction and misery in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that what things soever the law speaketh, it speaketh to them that are in the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may be made subject to God. Because by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified before him. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now without the law the justice of God is made manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the justice of God, by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe in him, for there is no distinction. For all have sinned and do need the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath proposed to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to the showing of his justice for the remission of former sins. 
through the forbearance of god for the showing of his justice in this time that he himself may be just and the justifier of him who is of the faith of jesus christ where is then thy boasting it is excluded by what law of works no but by the law of faith for we account a man to be justified by faith without the works of the law footnote by faith etc the faith to which the apostle here attributes man's justification is not a presumptuous assurance of our being justified but a firm and lively belief of all that god has revealed or promised hebrews chapter eleven a faith working through charity in jesus christ galatians chapter five verse six in short a faith which takes in hope love repentance and the use of the sacraments and the works which he here excludes are only the works of the law that is such as are done by the law of nature or that of moses antecedent to the faith of christ but by no means such as follow faith and proceed from it and a footnote is he the god of the jews only is he not also of the gentiles yes of the gentiles also for it is one god that justifieth circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith do we then destroy the law through faith god forbid but we establish the law romans chapter four abraham was not justified by works done as of himself but by grace and by faith and that before he was circumcised gentiles by faith are his children what shall we say then that abraham hath found who is our father according to the flesh for if abraham were justified by works he hath whereof to glory but not before god footnote by works done by his own strength without the grace of god and faith in him not before god whatever glory or applause such works might procure from men they would be of no value in the sight of god for what saith the scripture abraham believed god and it was reputed to him unto justice footnote reputed etc by god who reputeth nothing otherwise than it is however we may gather from this word that when we are justified our justification proceedeth from god's free grace and bounty and not from any efficacy which any act of ours could have of its own nature abstracting from god's grace and a footnote not to him that worketh the reward is not reckoned according to grace but according to debt footnote to him that worketh that is as of his own fund or by his own strength such a man says the apostle challenges his reward as a debt due to his own performances whereas he who worketh not that is who presumeth not upon any works done by his own strength but seeketh justice through faith and grace is freely justified by god's grace and a footnote but to him that worketh not yet believeth in him that justifieth the ungodly his faith is reputed to justice according to the purpose of the grace of god as david also 
termeth the blessedness of a man to whom god reputeth justice without works blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered footnote blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered that is blessed are those who by doing penance have obtained pardon and remission of their sins and also are covered that is newly clothed with the habit of grace and vested with the stole of charity and a footnote blessed is the man to whom the lord hath not imputed sin footnote blessed is the man to whom the lord hath not imputed sin that is blessed is the man who hath retained his baptismal innocence that no grievous sin can be imputed to him and likewise blessed is the man who after fall into sin hath done penance and leads a virtuous life by frequenting the sacraments necessary for obtaining the grace to prevent a relapse that sin is no more imputed to him and a footnote this blessedness then doth it remain in the circumcision only or in the uncircumcision also for we say that unto abraham faith was reputed to justice footnote in the circumcision etc that is is it only for the jews that are circumcised no says the apostle but also for the uncircumcised gentiles who by faith and grace may come to justice as abraham did before he was circumcised and a footnote how then was it reputed when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision not in circumcision but in uncircumcision and he received the sign of circumcision a seal of the justice of the faith which he had being uncircumcised that he might be the father of all them that believe being uncircumcised that unto them also it may be reputed to justice and he might be the father of circumcision not to them only that are of the circumcision but to them also that follow the steps of the faith that is in the uncircumcision of our father abraham for not through the law was the promise to abraham or to his seed that he should be the heir of the world but through the justice of faith for if they who are of the law be heirs faith is made void the promise is made of no effect footnote be heirs that is if they alone who follow the ceremonies of the law be heirs of the blessings promised to abraham then that faith which was so much praised in him will be found of little value and the very promise will be made void by which he was promised to be the father not of the jews only but of all nations of believers and a footnote for the law worketh wrath for where there is no law neither is there transgression footnote the law worketh wrath the law abstracting from faith and grace worketh wrath occasionally by being an occasion of many transgressions which provoke god's wrath and a footnote therefore it is of faith that according to grace promise might be firm to all the seed not to that only which is of the law but to that also which is of the faith of abraham who is the father of us all as it is written i have made thee a father of many nations before god whom he believed who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that are not as those that are 
who against hope believed in hope, that he might be made the father of many nations, according to that which was said to him, So shall thy seed be. And he was not weak in faith, neither did he consider his own body, now dead, whereas he was almost a hundred years old, nor the dead womb of Sarah. In the promise also of God he staggered not by distrust, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, most fully knowing that whatsoever he was promised he is able also to perform, and therefore it was reputed to him unto justice. Now it is not written only for him that it was reputed to him unto justice, but also for us, to whom it shall be reputed if we believe in him that raised up Jesus Christ our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up for our sins, and rose again for our justification. Romans chapter 5 The grounds we have for hope in Christ, sin and death came by Adam, grace and life by Christ. Being justified therefore by faith, let us have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access through faith into this grace wherein we stand, and glory in the hope of the glory of the sons of God. And not only so, but we glory also in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience trial and trial hope, and hope confoundeth not, because the charity of God is poured forth in our hearts by the Holy Ghost who is given to us. For why did Christ, when as yet we were weak, according to the time, die for the ungodly? For scarce for a just man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man some one would dare to die. But God commendeth his charity toward us, because when as yet we were sinners according to the time, Christ died for us. Much more, therefore, being now justified by his blood, shall we be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, being reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. And not only so, but also we glory in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received reconciliation. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into this world, and by sin death, and so death passed upon all men, in whom all have sinned. Footnote. By one man, Adam, from whom we all contracted original sin. End of footnote. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed when the law was not. Footnote. Not imputed. That is, men knew not, or made no account of sin, neither was it imputed to them, in the manner it was afterwards, when they transgressed the known written law of God. End of footnote. But death reigned from Adam unto Moses, even over them also who have not sinned after the similitude of the transgression of Adam, who is a figure of him who was to come. But not as the offence, so also the gift. For if by the offence of one many died, much more the grace of God, and the gift, by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. 
and not as it was by one sin so also is the gift for judgment indeed was by one unto condemnation but grace is of many offences unto justification for if by one man's offence death reigned through one much more they who receive abundance of grace and of the gift and of justice shall reign in life through one jesus christ therefore as by the offence of one unto all men to condemnation so also by the justice of one unto all men to justification of life for as by the disobedience of one man many were made sinners so also by the obedience of one many shall be made just now the law entered in that sin might abound and where sin abounded grace did more abound footnote that sin might abound not as if the law were given on purpose for sin to abound but that it so happened through man's perversity taking occasion of sinning more from the prohibition of sin and a footnote that as sin hath reigned to death so also grace might reign by justice unto life everlasting through jesus christ our lord romans chapter six the christian must die to sin and live to god what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound god forbid for we that are dead to sin how shall we live any longer therein know you not that all we who are baptized in christ jesus are baptized in his death for we are buried together with him by baptism into death that as christ is risen from the dead by the glory of the father so we also may walk in newness of life for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection knowing this that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin may be destroyed to the end that we may serve sin no longer footnote old man body of sin our corrupt state subject to sin and concupiscence coming to us from adam is called our old man as our state reformed in and by christ is called the new man the vices and sins which then ruled in us are named the body of sin and a footnote for he that is dead is justified from sin now if we be dead with christ we believe that we shall live also together with christ knowing that christ rising again from the dead dieth now no more death shall no more have dominion over him for in that he died to sin he died once but in that he liveth he liveth unto god so do you also reckon that you are dead to sin but alive unto god in christ jesus our lord let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body so as to obey the lusts thereof neither yield ye your members as instruments of iniquity unto sin but present yourselves to god as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of justice unto god for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law 
but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know you not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are whom you obey, whether it be of sin unto death or of obedience unto justice. But thanks be to God that you were the servants of sin, but have obeyed from the heart unto that form of doctrine into which you have been delivered. Being then freed from sin, we have been made servants of justice. I speak an human thing because of the infirmity of your flesh, for as you have yielded your members to serve uncleanness and iniquity unto iniquity, so now yield your members to serve justice unto sanctification. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free men to justice. What fruit therefore had you then in those things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of them is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto sanctification and the end life everlasting. For the wages of sin is death, but the grace of God, life everlasting in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 7 We are released by Christ from the law and from the guilt of sin, though the inclination to it still tempts us. Know you not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, that the law hath dominion over a man as long as it liveth, footnote as long as it liveth or as long as he liveth end of footnote for the woman that hath a husband whilst her husband liveth is bound to the law but if her husband be dead she is loosed from the law of her husband therefore while her husband liveth she shall be called an adulteress if she be with another man but if her husband be dead she is delivered from the law of her husband, so that she is not an adulteress if she be with another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that you may belong to another who is risen again from the dead, that we may bring forth fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the passions of sin which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are loosed from the law of death wherein we were detained, so that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. But I do not know sin but by the law, for I had not known concupiscence, if the law did not say, Thou shalt not covet. But sin, taking occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law sin was dead. Footnote. Sin taking occasion. Sin or concupiscence, which is called sin, because it is from sin and leads to sin, which was asleep before, was weakened by the prohibition the law not being the cause thereof, nor properly giving occasion to it, but occasion being taken by our corrupt nature to resist the commandment laid upon us. End of footnote. 
and i lived some time without the law but when the commandment came sin revived and i died and the commandment that was ordained to life the same was found to be unto death to me for sin taking occasion by the commandment seduced me and by it killed me wherefore the law indeed is holy and the commandment holy and just and good was that then which is good made death unto me god forbid but sin that it may appear sin by that which is good wrought death in me that sin by the commandment might become sinful above measure footnote that it may appear sin or that sin may appear that is to be the monster it is which is even capable to take occasion from that which is good to work death and a footnote for we know that the law is spiritual but i am carnal sold under sin for that which i work i understand not for i do not that good which i will but the evil which i hate that i do footnote i do not that good which i will etc the apostle here describes the disorderly motions of passion and concupiscence which oftentimes in us get the start of reason and by means of which even good men suffer in the inferior appetite what their will abhors and are much hindered in the accomplishment of the desires of their spirit and mind but these evil motions though they are called the law of sin because they come from original sin and violently tempt and incline to sin as long as the will does not consent to them are not sins because they are not voluntary and a footnote if then i do that which i will not i consent to the law that it is good now then it is no more that i do it but sin that dwelleth in me for i know that there dwelleth not in me that is to say in my flesh that which is good for to will is present with me but to accomplish that which is good i find not for the good which i will i do not but the evil which i will not that i do now if i do that which i will not it is no more i that do it but sin that dwelleth in me i find then a law that when i have a will to do good evil is present with me for i am delighted with the law of god according to the inward man but i see another law in my members fighting against the law of my mind and captivating me in the law of sin that is in my members unhappy man that i am who shall deliver me from the body of this death the grace of god by jesus christ our lord therefore i myself with the mind serve the law of god but with the flesh the law of sin romans chapter eight there is no condemnation to them that being justified by christ walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit their strong hope and love of god there is now therefore no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus who walk not according to the flesh for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus 
hath delivered me from the law of sin and of death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and of sin, hath condemned sin in the flesh, that the justification of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk, not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For they that are according to the flesh mind the things that are of the flesh, but they that are according to the Spirit mind the things that are of the Spirit. For the wisdom of the flesh is death, but the wisdom of the Spirit is life and peace, because the wisdom of the flesh is an enemy to God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. And they who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body indeed is dead because of sin. Now the Spirit liveth because of justification. And if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead shall quicken also your mortal bodies because of his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you shall die. But if by the Spirit you mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. For whosoever are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again in fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption of sons, whereby we cry, Abba that is, Father. For the Spirit himself giveth testimony to our spirit that we are the sons of God. Footnote. The Spirit himself, etc., by the inward motions of divine love and the peace of conscience, which the children of God experience, they have a kind of testimony of God's favor, by which they are much strengthened, in their hope of their justification and salvation, but yet not so as to pretend to an absolute assurance, which is not usually granted in this mortal life, during which we are taught to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12, and that he that thinketh himself to stand must take heed lest he fall first corinthians chapter ten verse twelve see also romans chapter eleven verse twenty twenty one and twenty two and a footnote and if sons heirs also heirs indeed of god and joint heirs with christ yet so if we suffer with him that we may be also glorified with him for i reckon that the sufferings of this time are not worthy to be compared with the glory to come that shall be revealed in us. For the expectation of the creature waiteth for the revelation of the sons of God. Footnote. The expectation of the creature, etc. He speaks of the corporeal creation made for the use and service of man, and by occasion of his sin made subject to vanity, that is, to the perpetual instability, tending to corruption and other defects 
so that by a figure of speech it is here said to groan and be in labor and to long for its deliverance which is then to come when sin shall reign no more and god shall raise the bodies and unite them to their souls never more to separate and to be an everlasting happiness in heaven End of footnote. for the creature was made subject to vanity not willingly but by reason of him that made it subject in hope because the creature also itself shall be delivered from the servitude of corruption into the liberty of the glory of the children of god for we know that every creature groaneth and travaileth in pain even till now and not only it but ourselves also who have the first fruits of the spirit even we ourselves groan within ourselves waiting for the adoption of the sons of god the redemption of our body for we are saved by hope but hope that is seen is not hope for what a man seeth why doth he hope for but if we hope for that which we see not we wait for it with patience likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmity for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit himself asketh for us with unspeakable groanings footnote asketh for us the spirit is said to ask and desire for the saints and to pray in us inasmuch as he inspireth prayer and teacheth us to pray and a footnote and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what the spirit desireth because he asketh for the saints according to god and we know that to them that love god all things work together unto good to such as according to his purpose are called to be saints for whom he foreknew he also predestinated to be made conformable to the image of his son that he might be the first-born amongst many brethren footnote he also predestinated etc that is god hath preordained that all his elect should be conformable to the image of his son we must not here offer to pry into the secrets of god's eternal election only firmly believe that all our good in time and eternity flows originally from god's free goodness and all our evil from man's free will and a footnote and whom he predestinated them he also called and whom he called them he also justified and whom he justified them he also glorified what shall we then say to these things if god be for us who is against us he that spared not even his own son but delivered him up for us all how hath he not also with him given us all things who shall accuse against the elect of god god is he that justifieth who is he who shall condemn christ jesus that died yea that is risen also again who is at the right hand of god who also maketh intercession for us who then shall separate us from the love of christ shall tribulation or distress or famine or nakedness or danger or persecution or the sword as it is written for thy sake we are put to death all the day long 
we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. But in all these things we overcome because of him that hath loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor might. Footnote, I am sure. That is, I am persuaded, as it is in the Greek, pepaismai. End of footnote. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 9 The Apostle's concern for the Jews God's election is free and not confined to their nation I speak the truth in Christ I lie not my conscience bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost that I have great sadness and continual sorrow in my heart for I wished myself to be an anathema from Christ for my brethren who are my kinsmen according to the flesh footnote anathema a curse the apostle's concern and love for his countrymen the jews was so great that he was willing to suffer even an anathema or curse for their sake or any evil that could come upon him without his offending god and a footnote who are israelites to whom belongeth the adoption as of children and the glory and the testament and the giving of the law and the service of god and the promises whose are the fathers and of whom is christ according to the flesh who is over all things god blessed for ever amen not as though the word of god hath miscarried for all are not israelites that are of israel footnote all are not israelites etc not all who are the carnal seed of israel are true israelites in god's account who as by his free grace he heretofore preferred isaac over ishmael and jacob over esau so he could and did by the like free grace election and mercy raise up spiritual children by faith to abraham and israel from among the gentiles and prefer them before the carnal jews and a footnote neither are all they that are the seed of abraham children but in isaac shall thy seed be called that is to say not they that are the children of the flesh are the children of god but they that are the children of the promise are accounted for the seed for this is the word of promise according to this time will i come and sarah shall have a son and not only she but when Rebekah also had conceived at once of Isaac our father, for when the children were not yet born, nor had done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand. Footnote. Not yet born, etc. By this example of these twins, and the preference of the younger to the elder, the drift of the apostle is to show that God in his election mercy and grace is not tied to any particular nation as the jews imagined nor to any prerogative of birth or any foregoing merits for as antecedently to his grace he sees no merits in any but finds all involved in sin in the common mass of condemnation and all children of wrath there is no one 
whom he might not justly leave in that mass so that whomsoever he delivers from it he delivers in his mercy and whomsoever he leaves in it he leaves in his justice as when of two equally criminal the king is pleased out of pure mercy to pardon one whilst he suffers justice to take place in the execution of the other and a footnote not of works but of him that calleth it was said to her the elder shall serve the younger as it is written jacob i have loved but esau i have hated what shall we say then is there injustice with god god forbid for he saith to moses i will have mercy on whom i will have mercy and i will show mercy to whom i will show mercy so then it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth but of god that showeth mercy footnote not of him that willeth etc that is by any power or strength of his own abstracting from the grace of god and footnote for the scripture saith to pharaoh to this purpose have i raised thee that i may show my power in thee and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth footnote to this purpose etc not that god made him on purpose that he should sin and so be damned but foreseeing his obstinacy in sin and the abuse of his own free will he raised him up to be a mighty king to make a more remarkable example of him and that his power might be better known and his justice in punishing him published throughout the earth and a footnote therefore he hath mercy on whom he will and whom he will he hardeneth footnote he hardeneth not by being the cause or author of his sin but by withholding his grace and so leaving him in his sin in punishment of his past demerits and a footnote thou wilt say therefore to me why doth he then find fault for who resisteth his will o man who art thou that repliest against god shall the thing formed say to him that formed it why hast thou made me thus or hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honour and another unto dishonour note the potter this similitude is used only to show that we are not to dispute with our maker nor to reason with him why he does not give as much grace to one as to another for since the whole lump of our clay is vitiated by sin it is owing to his goodness and mercy that he makes out of it so many vessels of honour and it is no more than just that others in punishment of their unrepented sins should be given up to be vessels of dishonour and a footnote what if god willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endured with much patience vessels of wrath fitted for destruction that he might show the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he hath prepared unto glory even us whom also he hath called not only of the jews but also of the gentiles as in osi he saith i will call that which was not my people my people 
and her that was not beloved beloved and her that had not obtained mercy one that hath obtained mercy and it shall be in the place where it was said unto them you are not my people there they shall be called the sons of the living god and isaiah cried out concerning israel if the number of the children of israel be as the sand of the sea a remnant shall be saved footnote a remnant that is a small number only of the children of israel shall be converted and saved how perversely is this text quoted for the salvation of men of all religions when it speaks only of the converts of the children of israel End of footnote. for we shall finish his word and cut it short in justice because a short word shall the lord make upon the earth and isaiah foretold unless the lord of sabbath had left us a seed we had been made as sodom and we had been like unto gomorrah what then shall we say that the gentiles who followed not after justice have attained to justice even the justice that is of faith but israel by following after the law of justice is not come unto the law of justice why so because they sought it not by faith but as it were of works for they stumbled at the stumbling stone as it is written behold i lay in zion a stumbling stone and a rock of scandal and whosoever believeth in him shall not be confounded romans chapter ten the end of the law is faith in christ which the jews refusing to submit to cannot be justified brethren the will of my heart indeed and my prayer to god is for them unto salvation for i bear them witness that they have a zeal of god but not according to knowledge for they not knowing the justice of god and seeking to establish their own have not submitted themselves to the justice of god footnote the justice of god that is the justice which god giveth us through christ as on the other hand the jews own justice is that which they pretended to by their own strength or by the observance of the law without faith in christ and a footnote for the end of the law is christ unto justice to every one that believeth for moses wrote that the justice which is of the law the man that shall do it shall live by it but the justice which is of faith speaketh thus say not in thy heart who shall ascend into heaven that is to bring christ down or who shall descend into the deep that is to bring up christ again from the dead but what saith the scripture the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart this is the word of faith which we preach for if thou confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and believe in thy heart that god hath raised him up from the dead thou shalt be saved footnote thou shalt be saved to confess the lord jesus and to call upon the name of the lord verse thirteen is not barely the professing a belief in the person of christ but moreover implies a belief of his whole doctrine and an obedience to his law without which the 
calling him Lord, will save no man. St. Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 and a footnote. For with the heart we believe unto justice, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth in him shall not be confounded. For there is no distinction of the Jew and the Greek. For the same is Lord over all, rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Or how shall they believe him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear? without a preacher and how shall they preach unless they be sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace of them that bring glad tidings of good things footnote unless they be sent here is an evident proof against all new teachers who have all usurped to themselves the ministry without any lawful mission derived by succession from the apostles to whom christ said john chapter twenty verse twenty one as my father hath sent me i also send you and a footnote but all do not obey the gospel for isaiah saith lord who hath believed our report faith then cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of christ but i say have they not heard yes verily their sound hath gone forth into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the whole world but i say hath not israel known first moses saith i will provoke you to jealousy by that which is not a nation by a foolish nation i will anger you but isaiah is bold and saith i was found by them that did not seek me i appeared openly to them that asked not after me but to israel he saith all the day long have i spread my hands to a people that believeth not and contradicteth me end of section fourteen